What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Combat and Kick It with your host, Bando. We're just here to talk about some more MMA stuff. Every week, something crazy in the MMA world happens. Some extra stuff happens in the MMA world. People are talking. You know, fighters are tweeting. Um, So I talked a lot about the uh, analysis of 262 this past weekend. Um, We have 263 to come up with with, uh, Israel Adesanya and Marvin Vittori uh, with Davison Figueredo and... Brandon Moreno as the co-main event. Um, we also have a lot going on within, you know, talks of John Jones and what's next for him. Um, where, where is he going to go? What's he going to do? What's his choices? Um, I think with me, looking at the John Jones situation, is is John deserving of more money? In a way, yes, and in a way, no. I can see where Dana's probably like, no, I'm not going. I'm not going to pay this guy who keeps, you know, going to Twitter. He's going to Twitter to handle all of our our business problems. He's going straight to Twitter and talking the whole world about our business problems. If you want more money, come talk to me specifically. That's how I would feel. Obviously, I don't know the ins and outs, the behinds the scenes of everything that goes on with Dana and and John Jones. Who knows what their relationship really is, but. I would love to see John fight this summer, you know, and I don't think we will. I don't think we'll end up seeing John fight this summer, which sucks. Um, John's 30, 33 years old, so he's still young, so it's not like, you know, he's running out of his prime or anything like that, but I would like to see him fight this summer, get him in there against a heavyweight, whether it's against Stipe, whether it's, um, you know, some lower-end, non-ranked guy doesn't really matter I, I just would like to see him in there and see what he has see what he's capable of doing a lot of people have seen the the progression in his size he's a lot bigger than he was at 205 um doesn't mean that he's gonna be any stronger or anything like that as within his punching power because if if you watch john jones you watch that's the one thing that i think misses from John Jones being the most unstoppable fighter on the planet is that one punch knockout power. If he had that one punch knockout power, I don't think there's a man that even gets close to beating him. Um, and that's kind of like the same situation with Max Holloway. If Max Holloway had had that punching power behind it, he would be a ginormous problem for 155 and 145 divisions. You know, he is constantly in your face with insane amount of pressure insane amounts of pressure throwing amounts of strikes that we've never seen thrown in fights before um and landing them not just throwing them landing them throwing close to 700 strikes landing over 500 that's insane um but back to john jones um with everything going on yeah i I just i feel like he deserves more money but at the same time it's like you got to be active we got to see you fight Everybody wants to see what he's going to be like at heavyweight. I, if I was John Jones, I'd take that Stipe fight. And if I was Stipe, I would take that fight as well. Um, you got two dudes who claim to be the GOATs. You know what I'm saying? You got the greatest heavyweight of all time, and then you got the other guy who's the greatest fighter of all time in the argument. I would take that fight in a second. One, John Jones is complaining about money. Well, bro, that, that one's going to bring you some money. Like... I don't I don't understand why you wouldn't take a fight like that to make some money. That would be a, a fantastic fight. And dude, if John Jones went out there first round, second round, knocks out Stipe Miocic, dude, you're 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 gonna skyrocket again, money wise. 
he was up at the top money-wise. He was the Conor McGregor of the sport at one point in time. Um, but he's not anymore. He's not because he's not as active. He complains a lot. You know, he, he as a fan of John Jones, I want to see him fight. I want to see him get in there against the top guys. I think a heavyweight, he can be a top guy by beating these top guys with no problem. But there's just a, it's a lot of the bitching about the money and things like that that I think are keeping him away from getting into a fight. And I think that him putting these negotiations and stuff on Twitter and pushing is really, really either going to end. It's going to either end up in his favor where he gets that fight with Nganu or gets a, the big, big money fight that he wants and gets the pay that he agrees to. Or he gets fired. Because I, I see Dana White as the type of guy that's like, dude, how much longer are we going to sit here and argue? You know? If you want to fight, you're going to fight. If you don't want to fight, you're not going to fight. It is what it is. You know, I'm not going to forcefully pay you just because you want to be paid more. Everybody wants to be paid more. You know, so I can get where John wants his money. I mean, being a champion and being the GOAT for as long as he's been. Untouched, unbeaten for as long as he's been. I understand that as well. So in, in both sides of the spectrum, I understand why Dana doesn't want to pay him, why John wants to get paid more. It's a it's a tough situation, you know, but at the end of the day, I want to see John fight this summer. So hopefully, you know, at least by August, we could see John Jones in the Octagon with a fight, maybe even by September at the late. Um, and speaking of other guys that, that, that don't fight, but in this situation, it's different. He doesn't get any fights. I'm talking Islam Makachev. You're talking about a guy who is extremely dominant and a lot of people compare to compete to Khabib um, and to being the next Khabib. And rightfully so, he really is. He's he's a phenomenal fighter. He takes you down. He'll take you down right in the middle. Something a little bit different than Khabib. Khabib would get you up against the cage take you down you have nowhere to move you're planted up against the cage Makachev will take you down right in the middle and be, beat your ass right right then and there right on the ground right in the middle um so I think that's what's uh very impressive to me about him but you hear all the all the lightweights that turn him down in the top five nobody wants that problem you know Paul Felder said no RDA said no um and, and now now you have a very 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 strong top five within the lightweight division. Let me see exactly what the lightweight rankings are. But I think, after seeing it yesterday, obviously champion was Charles Oliveira. Number one was Dustin Poirier. Number two was Gaethje. Uh, number three is now Benil, Benil Dariush, which is very, very impressive that he's come all this way. He's past Conor McGregor, who uh, Conor is five. Um... And that's crazy. Dustin and Justin are both in the top, you know, top two. Dustin's one, Justin's three. And they both have a loss within their last three. Benil is three and zero oh in his last three, and then Connor's two and one in his last three. So it's, it's the ranking system is very very strange. Tony's still ranked seven, and he's lost three in a row. Um, RDA's ranked eighth is two and one. Um, same with Dan Hooker. So weird situation on on how the rankings really work i personally believe that islam makachev needs to fight a top five fighter um it's the only thing that's left for him look you sit back you look at it there's nobody who wants to fight the guy that's why tiago moises accepted to fight look no shots or disrespect 
to uh, Tiago Moises, but when was the last time we really, really watched him fight? I'm actually going to look that up. I'm curious. When was the last time Tiago Moises fought before this next upcoming fight? Because I feel like I haven't watched him in a long time. Could be wrong, but let's see. But seriously, it's like, all right, so Tiago Moises back in February beat uh, Alexander Hernandez. Okay, I do remember that, actually. And then October, before that, he beat Bobby Green. And then, yes, I remember he subbed uh, Michael Johnson before that. So, okay. On himself a little winning streak, okay? So, it makes sense. 15-4 and four compared to Makachev's 19-1. and one. Um, He's ranked 18. Makachev is ranked 10. So, this fight actually will play more into Thiago Moises' favor if he wins. I mean, if he beats Islam Makachev, look at his last four wins. It'd be Michael Johnson, Bobby Green, Alex Hernandez, and Islam Makachev. I mean, there's nothing, nothing really else you could say about that if he if he was to beat Islam. Um, personally, I don't see Islam losing to anybody in the division um, that isn't in the top five. And even at that point, I'm I, not even sure what top five fighter really gives him a problem. Um, but I think... You know, if he's going to get a fight, Benil Dariush makes sense. Justin Gaethje makes sense. Or if you make Justin Gaethje and Benil Dariush, that makes sense. Or um, Michael Chandler and Islam Makachev, that makes sense. Um, you know what? This is this might sound a little crazy too, but they're six and seven. For next fight, why don't you run Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson? Yeah, Tony's on a three fight losing skid uh michael chandler's two and one you know it could be a really interesting fight if the right tony shows up i, th- I think everybody's kind of seeing the tools and the, the and the recipe to defeat tony is getting him on his back and uh pushing the amounts of pressure while he's on his back is something for sure um i think that'd be a pretty entertaining fight just looking through the rankings of the lightweights there's so many fights that can be made. It's, it's it's insane. It's just crazy. Like, let's see. Well, I want to see Dracar Close get a fight now ever since what happened to him last. Kind of kind of sucks seeing that happen with Jeremy Stevens. Um, which Jeremy Stevens is fighting that Mat... Mat excuse me if I can't pronounce these names, but Matuz Gamrat... Gamrat uh, he's fighting him on the 17th of July. Uh, let's see who else we got. That's a 24th ranked guy against Jeremy Stevens, who is... Not even in here. Yeah, so not even ranked in the 155 division. Um... But yeah, man, there is some stacked. This is such a stacked division. There's so many good guys, so many good young and up and comers, so many good guys who are, um, you know, just needing to get to that next level, getting to that top ten. They could, they just need to break through through the top ten. A lot of these guys, like um, Gregor Gillespie, um, personally, in my opinion, I think he'd be better at 145 just because of his size. But 
you know, seeing his last fight, dude can fight, dude can wrestle, dude is a phenomenal fighter and very, very classy, so I heavily respect him. Um, that Armand Sarupyan, that guy could be a problem as well. Um, he's on a three-fight winning streak. Tiago Moises on a three-fight winning streak. Brad Riddle's on a three-fight three winning streak. Um, Rafael Fazayev is on a three-fight winning streak. Guram Kutateladze, or Kutatelads is on a three-fight winning streak with a fight set up for the 17th against Don Mash. Uh, Brad Riddell fights Drew Dober on the 12th of uh, June. So that could be a good fight. Joe Selecki on a three-fight winning streak. Atman Azaitar is on a three-fight winning streak. Actually, matter of fact, Atman Azaitar, nasty, nasty, nasty. Nasty. He's the only person on a three-fight winning streak with it, with all three finishes. If anybody else, it's like massive amounts of decisions in this division, man, which I make makes sense. A lot of these guys are not easy people to finish, but a lot of decisions. Got my boy from Cleveland, Devontae Smith, on here. King Cage. Last fight was against Justin James. Solid fighter as well there. Man, but that actually, I just saw on the internet, I almost forgot to mention, there is a fight this weekend between Cody Garbrandt and Rob Font, which, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, run it, run it, run it. I cannot wait. That's going to be a scrap. That's going to be a slugfest. One of those two is going to sleep. They both hit as hard as hard can hit in that division. Um, both very, very good strikers, both strong, both very aggressive. I'm very curious to see how this can go because... Rob Font going in against Marlon Marias, I, I would have sat back and said, oh, well, Marlon is going to be the more technical striker. He's definitely going to outstrike him, and he didn't. He didn't outstrike him. Um, he got struck, outstruck by Rob Font. Rob Font put him, finished him. So you never know. Rob could finish Cody. We've seen Cody get finished. I don't know if we've ever seen Rob get finished. So this is a very, very interesting fight. Uh, I think if Cody can can stay calm, you know, you, you're seeing a calm Cody and a patient Cody is like watching Justin Gaethje fight. You know, you're like, damn, this dude is solid. But when his head is is too into that, I got to take this dude's head off. He's getting his head taken off. You know what I mean? So I really want to see Cody. Cody's from the hometown of Ohio. So I really want to see Cody do good. I want to see Cody get back to that belt again. Um, but Rob Fon, I'm a fan of Rob too. Rob is a phenomenal fighter, phenomenal striker. And it's just going to be fireworks. Hopefully, we can get a fight of the year contender um, with that fight. I really don't know what else is on that card, to be honest with you. Let's see. I've been doing these podcasts, but I haven't been doing them with much uh, much research or stuff in front of me. Oh, yeah. Okay, Zan, uh, Yan Zinan. I can't pronounce these names, but I know who it is. It's the Yan Zinan. 13-1 girl uh, in the strawweight division. She's fighting Carla Esparza. That's a co-main event. Got a heavyweight fight between Justin Taffa and Jared Vandera. Uh, featherweight, 
matchup, women's featherweight matchup between Felicia Spencer and Norma Dumont. Uh, flyweights, David Devark versus Raluan Paev. Paiva. Oh, Paiva, yeah. I remember this cat. That dude's actually pretty freaking solid. That dude is solid. So, um, then you got... What? Why is this opening the card? Excuse me for, for, for stopping mid like that and being shocked, but showing here on, um... Google that the last, the uh, the first fight on this on the main card is Jack Hermanson versus Edmund Shabazian, which is kind of shocking to me. I would have saw that definitely as like more of a co-main, but I don't know. I don't make the fights. Um, that's a pretty damn good card though for a free card. You know, coming this Saturday, twenty second. I'm actually pretty excited for it. Um, I'll go with quick predictions because um, I'm gonna end the show here this episode in a couple minutes, but I'm going to just do some quick pr- pr- predictions. Damn, stuttering. Um, and then, yeah, we'll go from there. It's going to be, for the first fight to open a fight, I'm going to have to go with Jack Hermanson by sub. Uh, I'm going to go with Paiva by finish. Uh, Felicia Spencer by sub. Um, Justin Taffa by KO. Jan Jianan by uh, decision. And then... Uh, or Cody by finish in a second. That Cody one is 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 up in the air though. Everything else is pretty much pretty much confident without even like going through anything. You know, just seeing the car the first time today. Um yeah, I'm pretty confident. But the Cody and the Ralph Font one, it's hard to tell. It's always hard to tell in these main events. There's been some really good main events, very competitive main events being made lately, so I think it'll be a very competitive matchup. Uh, but I do have Cody with the win, so. But that's pretty much it, you know. Another short, basic episode. Again, like I said in the description of the last episode, I apologize for the audio. Um, just now getting started, getting it kicked off, you know. You got to start somewhere, so just trying. Hopefully, these things won't be so choppy. So, uh, me saying uh all the time, but kind of doing this off of the off the top looking on the internet while doing it so i appreciate you if you come through and listen um thank you for listening to combat and kick it and i'll see you on the next episode let's get it